0: Bogdanovich catches left side, he's got 29 points he drives, jump stops, finishes at the rim ring the
1: bell, 30 points for Boyan Bogdanovich Clarkson off a Gobert pick drives, gets to the window, wraps it around to Rudy, he takes a two-hand thunder jam 14 on the shot clock, up by 5, a bucket or a stop wins this game Ingles inbounding Clarkson backdoor cut on the inbound layup ball game
2: Utah Jazz make it nine in a row. No Donovan Mitchell. No problem, PK. There were a bunch of other guys up for replacing his 25 points a game. Just heard Clarkson with a layup that sealed the deal there. He had 23 off the bench. Bogey with 31. I mean, the Wizards aren't a great defensive team. so But still, four guys really scoring it at a high rate, and the Jazz win again. You thought they had no problem? Sweet. No, well, they had a problem for two and a half quarters, and they're down by 15. But you score 72 points in the second half, you are not going to lose very often. No? No. All right. So the Jazz win again. They move into a tie for second place in the West. And we can get into this more later in the show, but you were talking about this on uh, TV. Loc- Locke was talking about in on the radio. We heard him. Multiple all-stars when you're second in the West. Everybody gets their all-star bonus. Yeah, that seems to matter around here. In my mind, a little more than it should, but nevertheless, it does. Rudy and Donovan, there's there's room for both of you if you're in second place. Of course, we're not to the point yet. They're going to have to stay there, and there's four teams separated by half a game. But I don't think they need to get
1: to second place to, to have two All-Stars.
2: Shouldn't the top four or five teams end up with two All-Stars? I don't know if Denver has a guy with the star power. Murray maybe would be on the bubble. But the other teams could all get too
1: easily. Yeah, again, if that's a big deal to, to you, yeah, I think it's going to happen.
2: Jazz are off today. They play Brooklyn tomorrow. We've got the question up on our Facebook page. No Donovan Mitchell, no problem. Jazz win streak at nine. How good is this team? Hit us up with your answers on Facebook, DJ and PK. Go to Twitter, David DJ James. We will get to that coming up. Right now, the NBA.
0: Hashtag NBA. NBA. Here comes Nikola Jokic. Jokic has it at the point. They dare him to shoot a three. Jumper is good. People got to quit daring him to do that. Rebound comes down to Jokic. Out will pass over to Jamal Murray. A bucket here at Doc Rivers may call a timeout. Murray has it on the high right side. Throws it on top to Jokic and a three. Yes!
2: Jokic with 20 points and 15 boards in the Nuggets. One night after they lose to the Clippers, or excuse me, after they lose to Cleveland, they turn around and beat the Clippers. They're tied with the Jazz for second. There are a few uh, stories about what's wrong with the Clippers. They're winning at pretty much the same rate as everyone else. Is this just high expectations and a couple of bad losses? You got a theory on this? Is there something wrong with the Clippers? Paul George didn't play. Should they be better than they are? Well, they are when they have their guys. So it's really about how many games these guys are missing
1: it seems like they trade off guys, and particularly the two guys at the top. Uh, there
2: were other games in the, uh, in the NBA, but not many of them really uh, impacting the Jazz, any of the top teams in the West. It was pretty much the Jazz game and that Nugget-Clipper game. Lakers will be in action tonight to play in the Cavaliers. Oh, I think the Nets with Kyrie Irving returning was a Good. big deal. Brooklyn got the win. He had 21 points in 20 minutes, and that was the Atlanta Hawks, so it's a bad team. But he's been out since November 11th with a shoulder injury, and now yeah. he's back just in time to see the Jazz on Tuesday.
0: Right, I think that was the big deal there. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball.
2: The youths played Sunday afternoon in Colorado, and PK, they got worked. I mean, you knew Colorado was good, and... It could be a problem going on the road, but another unexpected ninety-one fifty-two. They're young. Yeah, but
1: thirty-nine points. Oh, no, they're young. They're young. It was twenty-one to five, like that. But they're still young. They are young. You they're even that. younger when it was twenty-one to five. <laughs> they were, and then a few minutes later, they were, <laughs> they were a little older. older. Yeah, see yeah we're doing. just every time they lose, we're just going to hear that they're young.
2: Right. right, we're well, going to Arizona, Arizona State this week. One and two in the pack. They're still young. They, they are. It's a fact. The Aggies win again. The three-game losing streak is over. They're old. <laughs> they beat Nevada 80-70. to 70. Kata looked a little more like the guy we saw last year as opposed to the guy who's been missing games this year or playing on a minutes restriction or playing not as explosive and dominant. Now, Nevada's been pretty good for a couple years, but they got a new coach and new guys, and it doesn't look like they're all that good. But at this point, the Aggies just needed her to win, and they got it. They did. And no Yoli Childs. No problem for BYU. A huge run to start the game, a huge run to end the game, and they get the win 96 70. They're really old. (laughs) Really, really old. Celius with 21 points leading them. All right, DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag college football. I'm gonna have to be on my game reading, reading the safeties, reading the coverages, um, seeing blitzes, knowing what covers they usually like to play behind it, but then verifying it post-snap to, to make sure that it is what I thought it was. And you now it's gonna be a key for us. That's Joe Burrow. We get back
2: to college football. It's been 16 days since the semis. But it's going to be the LSU Tigers and the Clemson Tigers, all Tigers, all the time tonight. College football title game in New Orleans, six o'clock. Who you got, PK? Oh, I guess I'd go LSU. I staying don't care. staying with the favorite.
1: I don't know who's favored.
2: LSU just been mauling people all year long. Oh, they're tigers. But the Clemson, Clemson, getting no respect because they've been playing an ACC schedule. But they took down Ohio State in the semis. LSU is a five and a half point favorite in this one. So, the transfer rule, does it feel like a minor league call-up? Jose Borregales kicked three field goals for Florida International to beat Miami, and now he's going to join the Canes. Grad transfer from FIU
0: to the no ACC. Idea. i
1: never heard of that kid. I, wouldn't, I couldn't tell you the first thing about that. This is brand new news to me. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag NFL. Here's Jimmy Garoppolo, first and goal, three-yard line. Fakes the gun run, throws. It is caught
1: by Kendrick Bourne. Touchdown
0: San Francisco. Direct snap, Derrick Henry throws it. Jump pass in the end zone. Chelsea trots in motion across the face of Mahomes, who sprints out to the left side. He's holding it. He's going to try to hold it. Throws it late. And is it caught in the... It's caught! Touchdown! Kansas on City! The Chiefs take the lead! Fake to Jones. Rogers deep drop looking. Pops it over the left side. Devontae wide open. Outside the number's 20. Cuts it back right past Flowers. 10 to the 5 to the end zone. High stepping. Touchdown, Devontae Adams!
2: And there's some highlights from a weekend full of football. A couple of uh, pretty decisive wins on Saturday as the Niners blow the Vikings out in the second half. And the Titans taking it to the Ravens, PK. The number one seed just sending them home. That's two years in a row now the Ravens have checked out early, unexpectedly, at home. Now we got a little storyline here. Can Lamar Jackson do it in the playoffs? I think you get a pass when you lose your first playoff game. But the first two, the antenna go up. Do you think he's in trouble? No, I just think it's a story we're going to talk about from now until he plays another playoff game. What
1: do you think the next time is that I'm going to talk about it? Maybe
2: in about 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Then you'll probably put it away. But you know you get home and you flip on the TV and there's NFL shows on year-round and they're just going to beat this drum.
1: You said we're. I I, I don't get into that. I don't think that he was just awful to where, oh my gosh, Lamar Jackson He's got no shot. I, I, I don't see it. I mean, I, I mean, he may not have a shot, but I don't see where it's definite because his team lost. So all of a sudden, he sucks. I don't, I don't buy that. He's twenty. He's like twenty-two years old, isn't he? He is very young. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he is. He did two
2: years of college. He should be a college senior now. PK, he might be. Sunday, the games got a little wilder, a little more tense, a little more interesting. The Chiefs, down 24, led at halftime. I know, that was incredible. <laughs> I'm not sure I've
1: ever seen anything like it.
2: 41 unanswered, touchdowns on seven straight possessions. But to actually lead at halftime
1: after being down 24 nothing early, early in the second quarter. If I told you they were going to be back in, the, back in the game at 24-14, you would have believed it. I would have taken it if I was a KC person. Yeah. But that the fake punt, uh, Sorensen made the tackle, and then Sorensen made the fumble, caused, and... Away way they went, they were obviously very explosive offensively, uh, so that's something that you, you knew that it's not necessarily over. It's not looking good, but it's not over because of the time frame and the talent that the Chiefs possess. But to actually be leading at halftime was sensational. It was incredible. And nothing comes to mind on any sport on any level that I think I've seen. Elias Sports Bureau spit out a list of,
2: I don't know what it was, 10 or 12 things that had never happened. It was pretty wild. Yeah, the and the Chiefs did out. them all. Yes. Uh, like the seven straight touchdowns hadn't happened. The down by 20, yet yeah, win by 20 three, hadn't happened. Three touchdowns in a quarter for a tight end, all kinds of stuff. You yeah. know. It was unprecedented. And then capped off by a tense Packer-Seahawks affair. Seattle tried to rally and got close. Should they have punted the ball away? I thought they had to at the time. Obviously, they never got it back, so they should have gone for it. But at the time, I thought they had to punt it away. The sack, it was 4th and 11. Your odds of converting weren't good. You had all your timeouts and the two-minute warning. But Packers ran out the clock and get the win. Two huge third-down throws for that Packer offense. Yeah, they needed two first downs, and they got them. Sunday, Titans and Chiefs. Kansas City by 7.5 at home. And then the Packers and Niners, and the Niners are 7-point favorites at home. Both those games will be right here on the Zone Sports Network. That's what's trending. That's a weekend full of sports. It's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up in the nine o'clock hour, Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider, and Adam Mean, ESPN play-by-play broadcaster, is part of tonight's mega cast for the college football playoff national title game. They're in the nine o'clock hours, so you got plenty of time to talk about the Jazz, the nine-game win streak, the win without Donovan Mitchell. Your reaction? A lot of you are coming uh, coming up on social media right now, and posting away. No Donovan Mitchell, no problem. Jazz win streak at nine. How good's the team? We will get to that next. Stay with us.
0: is Tony Parks and Austin Horton.
1: Jonathan Reinhardt. Stars, terrific basketball. You see George Yang with the Jazz? Yep. He was there with the Stars. See Royce O'Neal? Yep. Tony Bradley's really impressing you, isn't he? Uh Uh-huh. Where do you think it all started with this? There's other players. Uh, Rudy Gobert had his. Uh, They were in Idaho at the time. All
0: of these players, they're not just in the NBA, Jonathan. They are contributing. It's grown. It's gone from guys that were kind of, you know, fringe into the bench guys to regular contributors. Pascal Siakam. Like, there's lots of guys that have G-League experience, either on assignment or that came through and just needed the right fit. You're seeing the fruits of that labor now in these contributors all over the league. More than half of the NBA has G League experience. Yeah. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.
1: Bogdanovich, baseline drive, kicks to O'Neal, ball fakes the. To... Parkinson drives back out top to Moody a bad pass. He has to run it down. Sets his feet, pulls behind the three-point line, fires. No! Go Bear takes your trash and turns it into a gem. A follow jam for Rudy. And we're tied at 77.
2: DJ and PK brought to you by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. Another win, this time without Donovan Mitchell, leaving us asking the question: how good are the Jazz? Yeah, I got to think that you should be believing that they're really good. The question went up on Facebook. No Donovan Mitchell, no problem. Jazz win streak at nine. How good is this team? And Ryan says, I wouldn't say no problem, but we're starting to see the team we dreamed about this summer. And when you're talking about teams you dream about, then you got to sign off on what you just said, because that's what Jazz fans dream about.
1: And they are really good. I think that right now and subject to change we still have half the season to go that they should be considered as legitimate as anybody in the west to get to the conference final
2: I thought you were going to say NBA final and was totally ready to argue with you to the conference final yeah I think the assumption is that because there are two teams with star players with uh, multiple NBA titles and multiple teams, that those teams are going to have an advantage in the playoff because so often the best player wins. Now the way things line up, maybe they end up on the same it's, side of the bracket. Well, That's not my assumption.
1: There. It might be your assumption. And if it is, fine. But it's not my assumption. Because? I mean, you know that assumption's out there. You've clearly dismissed it for a reason. Because the Jazz have stars. It's time to recognize their stars. Their stars are virtually as good as just about anybody had. Other stars aren't. They're not as good as LeBron and Anthony Davis, but I think they're as good as Leonard and Paul George. And it's not when you say the Clippers. It's not stars. It's star. I agree with that. So we've
2: already seen the Jazz ability. Granted, a different Jazz team, but. I think they ought to have a similar level of success against Paul George in the postseason this year, if they match up. And he's really good. He, I'm, I'm not knocking
1: him. Right, but they did a good job on him in that Thunder series, and they won the series. Uh, two years ago. and yep. I'm not worried about what happened two years ago. I'm worried about what happens in the spring. Uh, so, the Jazz yeah. have stars. We're talking stars, but not everybody was.
2: Mark Post uh, today was a game the Jazz probably don't win without Jordan Clarkson,
1: in my opinion. Okay, I can go down the list. They don't fill in the blank. Chris I mean, says, fine. agreed 100%. Yeah, okay, fine. They don't win it without Bogey. They don't win it without Gobert.
2: We did get the Gobert uh, reaction from people.
1: Because Gobert doesn't score 30 a game, his value is not fully appreciated. But... I believe he belongs in the MVP conversation. And, and we're done with, are they going to have any All-Stars? As if that's the big deal. They had two All-Stars for a dozen plus years. They still didn't win a title. So, I mean, just making the All-Star team is great and all, but it's not an end-all unto itself. It's nice. It's a great award and honor and all that. And they will have them. That's not a doubt. But doesn't really get you anything. Well, maybe maybe gets those guys more money.
2: Especially if there's three, four, or five teams <laughs> in the West with two All Stars, automatically somebody's going out in the first or second round.
1: I mean, O'Kerr was an All Star. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, nice guy and all, but I don't think of him as one of the great Jazz players in team history. Uh, these guys are legitimate stars. You start talking MVP, then you're bringing it up to another level, obviously. And I think Gobert, in my mind, should be in that conversation. I don't know that he will be because I think in order to really, really appreciate, you have to watch him every single game and every single defensive possession on how guys are coming down. They sort of got their head down. They just tilt it up a little bit. Oh, nope, not not doing that. (laughs) And then if they do it, it doesn't end well. Almost every single time, the amount of shots that he – or points that he prevents – I don't know what stupid stat these people can come up with for that. And I don't need any stupid stat because I see it with my eyes. It's got to be at the top. It's got to be at the all-time top. Daniel posts uh, on Twitter just
2: a couple minutes ago, this team is as good as at Rudy Gobert 27. They don't win
1: that game in Washington if he's not playing. Okay, so they don't win that game if if uh, Alex Jensen's not there. Assistant Coaching. I mean, let's just go down the list now. We've got uh, Clarkson. Now we got Gobert. Come on, they don't win that game if Joe isn't there. Everybody's got their favorite player. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> if Joe said, "Nah, I got cut from the Clippers, I'm out of here." <laughs> <laughs> Time to go home, <laughs> Melbourne. They don't. They don't win that game without Joe. They don't. They don't win that game without Andre Miller. Light. Andre Miller. Light. Emmanuel <laughs> You No, know, Andre always played bigger than he was. Uh huh. Doesn't Mudiay does the same thing. Now he's not Andre Miller. But he has a game similar to Andre Miller. I mean, Andre could get into the paint whenever he wanted. Yeah. And then he had
2: a way of getting off a twelve or fourteen right. footer. It wasn't as he had long arms. Yeah. Was strong. It wasn't like a dominant, I'm gonna get there, get on top of the rim, just throw it down right. to your face.
1: Right. And yet Everybody's jogging back the other way, and Andre's team has two more points. Moudier, to me, right now, and they're allowing him to do it because that's his strength. Credit to the coaches that he reminds me of Andre Miller light, and I and actually I think Moutier's got a better sh- uh, three point shot. But even though Andre Miller's not that long since he retired, he played in a different era. So I think. All those guys who didn't ever really ever shoot the three—not all of them, but a lot of them—we would be, would be able to shoot the three now because they'd certainly work on it a lot more, right? And their coach is, would be drawing up stuff yeah, to get it and encouraging it. Wasn't required, although there was one yesterday that just drove me nuts. They get a loose ball, and it's a two-on-one, and it's Bogdanovich and Gobert, and Bogdanovich got the ball on the left side. Instead of forcing the defender to commit, he runs back to the three and then tries to make the pass. And it goes out of bounds. Like, oh, the man, guy trailing man. the play came in and broke it up. Well, he was sort of already in the play. Yeah. It, it, he wasn't really trailing it. He was already oh, there. More than we're thinking, it was a yeah, loose ball. They get the ball. Somebody throws it up ahead and... Bogdanovich, in, in the old days, you'd, you'd attack him, make him to commit to you, and then you'd pass off. If he doesn't commit to you, you'd go into a layup. Yep. Bogdanovich backed up and actually looked down and, and, and then decided to pass it. and it was like, oh, my gosh. but That's the way of the world in today's NBA, which most of the time I'm fine with, but it doesn't have to be all the time. Devin posts what... I think a lot of people are worried
2: about and don't want to say out loud. The team with the best player usually win the series, and the Jazz don't have anyone as good as LeBron, A.D., Kawhi, or Harden, so I am not hopeful of a deep playoff run.
1: I am. I didn't say get to the NBA final. I said get to the conference final.
2: (laughs) Well, since they haven't been to a conference final in more than a decade, I think a lot of people would be real excited about that. That's
1: obviously a deep run. Win or lose, it's a deep run. I mean, just... It's like an individual series. If it goes six games, win or lose, it's a deep series. And we're speaking bigger than an individual series. We're talking about a playoff run. Yes, I would be disappointed. Certainly, if they went out in the first round, I'd be massively disappointed. You wouldn't be alone. This show would be a therapy session for about a week. You know, I'd have to see the second round before I I would be disappointed overall, generally speaking, because the season would be over. I'm always disappointed when the season's over. Uh, The context of the particular series to label it is it a massive disappointment is it an underachievement what have you who knows what it'll be at that point we'll get there and we'll go as we go and then at the end we'll make evaluations so I can conceivably see them losing in the second round and I would be disappointed for sure but I might not label it a massive disappointment or the first round would be because right now they should be in contention to get to the conference final, and and hold off on the Harden thing, and all this other stuff. I mean, you know, for all for Kawhi Leonard uh, being great, and he is great, there's no doubt about it. Uh, the Sixers certainly pushed him. You know, it took that shot in a corner, falling away from the fourth row, and all that stuff it was a great shot. Uh, but at the same time, that was an extended series, and is Philadelphia that much better than the Jazz? I would say that's certainly open for debate. The way they're playing right now. This is a new team. You know, last year they had trouble scoring, obviously. And I think that, and you have to double-check this, I think that they had two players score 30 points outside of Donovan Mitchell. I think Crowder got hot one night. And that that goofy game at the end of the season with Grayson Allen. Uh, Which didn't matter at all. Right. Right. You know he put forty, up like 40, shots 40 points before. on forty yeah. shots, and Joe Engel's
2: coming out yeah. in the locker room and busting him. for think, it. did that game go overtime? Uh, so it's Joe
1: coming out, forty shots, just screaming at it yeah. as soon as he walked into the locker room. <laughs> so I don't, you know, that obviously didn't count. And Mitchell is doing his thing this year, but I think Bogdanovich just hit. Uh, 30 many times. I'd have to go back and check.
2: I think they said 8 on the broadcast. that what it is, 8? I didn't look it up, but okay. I, I can look it up. So it's not a, what's a
1: shocker whatsoever. No, not at all. And Clarkson, in terms of scoring or in terms of shots, has replaced Crowder. Well, that's, that's a no-brainer. The only thing they lack right now, and you can't have everything... Is a dependable backup center and you know, I'll I'm right there with you I wish they had favors too, but it wasn't going to work. You just There's no reason for Derek to accept 10 million less uh, And they couldn't pay everybody and it's not I'm not demanding they go into some outrageous luxury tax uh, It's certainly not my money uh, To be telling people they should be paying penalty fees and whatnot so other than that they seem not that they have everything at the highest level but they seem to have enough pieces to be able to contend for the conference final this is a really good team i don't i don't i don't see how you can deny it really good teams beat crap out of or at least beat bad teams and what did they won like 18 in a row against teams under 500
2: I don't know what the number is, but it's a big streak. It has been a long time since they lost to a bad team. Yeah. Tyson says Clarkson's made all the difference in the world. He is exactly what this team needed. All right. They really did change the bench quickly in the middle of the season. Multiple guys. Nyan got a bigger role. Jeff Green got let go. The Clarkson Clark uh Clarkson XM trade. Well, I think it's 90. Swapping out the
1: the it's 90% Clarkson. Clarkson. Because if Clarkson's not doing what he's doing, then then Yang, the catch and it shoot three doesn't threes. seem as big Ca- of a deal. Catch and, and shoot three doesn't Yang. seem as big of a deal, but when it's added it's like from from a, a bench perspective, and you have to put this in perspective. From a bench perspective, Clarkson is a star. And then it allows the lesser players on the bench, like comparing it to starting lineup, your star makes other players look better. Yes. And so in the in the bench context, Clarkson is a star. So since you can count on him pretty much every night to get you in the teens, if not more, that allows The role for these other dudes, which would be Niang and Bradley and Moutier to an extent, to play their stuff, but it's more effective. Just them by themselves, no. If Niang's giving you nine points off the bench, that's great. But it's even better, and it looks even better when Clarkson's giving you 18. So you need that star at the top. And from the bench perspective, you're getting that. From Clarkson. And then it's allowing those other guys to do what they can do, but it looks better. And
2: he's made life easier, I think, for whichever of the starters is out there with him, whether it's Joe or it's Donovan or whoever. I, I, early in the year when Joe Ingles was out there with the bench and he tried run a pick-and-roll and try to get in the paint, the whole defense was there waiting for him. And so if he shot it, he was forcing up a shot. He wasn't really open. But if he threw it out to the guy, he probably couldn't make the shot. So you're not scoring, you're not getting assists, and we're all looking at Joe – Or whoever's out there. What is wrong? you got to have some players around you. Clarkson makes their life easier, too. Taylor takes a slightly different tact. He said, that trade was the fire under this team's ass that woke them up to reality. I think it was more talent than motivation. When I read this, I was thinking, that sends the message, hey, you got to produce. Everybody's expendable. We're not waiting around here. And that message is certainly out there. I mean, it's clear they're not waiting around and they will make moves to get better. They weren't good enough, so what do they got to do to get better? But I still think it mostly came down to talent. I don't think it's necessarily guys playing harder. I think it uh,
1: almost always comes down to talent. I mean, recruiting is the lifeblood of the program, as there we it hear. is. Uh, and what is recruiting? Recruiting is acquiring talent. Now, you got to get the, the guy fits in and all that. But what they needed out of Clarkson, he's provided. He has fit in, obviously.
2: No Donovan, no problem. Jazz, win streak at nine. How good is this team? Travis says they're still a fifth seed. And Michael says five seed. Why? Because there's so little difference between two and five. Okay,
1: but th- that doesn't tell me why they're fifth. Tell me why they're fifth. I want to hear it. Travis? Michael. I mean you might be right, but I want to hear why, so I can argue with it. This is sports. We're supposed to argue sports. My, it's part of the fun. My guess is accomplished stars on other teams, jazz have a good group,
2: but when the good group runs up against the star, the star usually wins.
1: Why why are we denying Gobert? You're doing you're falling in the trap right now. You're freaking being a yellow weasel. <laughs> you're falling into the trap. Yellow Weasel. <laughs> Yellow Weasel! I just said three minutes ago that I believe Gobert should be an MVP candidate. So, what makes fill in the blank star bigger than him? Just because he doesn't score 30. He prevents 50 and scores 18. That's, uh, if you add that up, that's like 63 points. Yellow Weasel! Yeah. It's much more fun to say than Omaha. You're being a yellow <laughs> weasel right Pey- now. Peyton Manning. Omaha! You know, it's really weird. I had some Omaha chicken last night. Oh, yeah? And I'm watching the game, and I didn't hear him say weasel. And my wife says, did you say yellow weasel? I said, no, I don't think so. And then two seconds later, they're talking about it all over yellow the place. Yellow weasel! <laughs> I couldn't tell what he said. listen I really live. Well, I'm with you. I couldn't tell. I couldn't make she, it out. She it right off the bat. So Mrs. K got it right off the bat. Yeah. Oh that. yeah. Absolutely. And then I got on social media about five minutes later, and I said, "Oh, look at this! They're just running up yellow oh, weasel yeah. big time." So I said, "You were right." So I didn't hear it. I didn't hear the weasel. I heard. Obviously, heard the yellow. But uh, she deciphered it immediately. So she got it right there on the yellow weasel. But I don't get it. Why are we falling into the trap that fill-in-the-blank star is better than Gobert? Because they score more. That's it. That is exclusively it. They score more. Well, I don't
2: get the five-seed thing because I think there's uh, two teams, the Lakers and Clippers, who have something that nobody else has. So I couldn't say five-seed, but if you're saying, I don't see how they're going to get past one of those two teams – Based on their star power, it's because the other two guys have done it, and Gobert hasn't done it. Neither has.
1: Okay, but at some point now, then, you never would have so picked the, Kawhi Leonard. Right. The first so time. So once you, you do it, it, that's it? You're good to go forever?
2: I think it depends on how you do it. You know, when LeBron did it, I think people thought it was LeBron. When Kawhi did it the first time, well, was it Kawhi or was it the rest of the. The Spurs, because they still had a lot of their stars from their previous titles. Stars who were fading a little bit, but they were still there. So I don't know. I guess you have to ask each person how much credit they gave Kawhi for the first one. the NBA Finals MVP. Yeah, you live in the past a lot. But who he didn't care crap about that. <laughs> All the people who are picking the Lakers and Clippers to go
1: to win the NBA Not title because oh well, well. Does do I listen? Do I give Robinson or uh, Duncan? Does he get? Uh, Sixty-two percent over the per credit, or sixty-one. And Parker, I can't even remember when they freaking won it. That has nothing to do with what's going to happen in April and May. Absolutely nothing.
2: It may well not. And when people break through the first time, it changes the perception of them. But obviously, they could do
1: it without everyone perceiving they could do it. Then, then. Th- but Kawhi, we're just exhibition games here, guys, because oh. LeBron and Kawhi have won titles, so let, they're going to get to the final of the conference because they're the only two in the conference who've done it. That's it. So you, the rest of you, is, you got no chance because you haven't done it. Well, if that was the case, LeBron and Kawhi never would have got there because when they were ready to do it, there was always somebody else who did it, unless they lucked out and played nobody, and there was everybody died or retired, and then nobody had done it. I mean that we're just history dictates the future every time. I don't buy it. It doesn't every time. I mean the fact is, look, Kawhi got his big title here last year because the Warriors were beat to shreds. Yes. So how do I know injuries on top of injuries that their team, whomever in the playoffs, isn't going to be all banged up? You don't. All right, so the, why, why am I assuming anything?
2: We don't know that the Lakers and Clippers won't end up on the same side of the bracket the way the Rockets and Warriors did last year. I don't care about that. Well, you were talking about getting the conference
1: final. I mean, they may not even please. I, again, I don't care. Exactly. They may not. Precisely. I don't care. Yes. Thank you. I don't care. I'm not worried about are the Clippers and the Lakers are going to end up on the opposite side of the bracket. I don't give a flying you-know-what. <laughs> what bracket they're going to end up in. I don't care. It's about the Jazz. If the Jazz aren't good enough, what do I, I'm not going to worry about if Mono Ginobili was really the driving force back in 1887 or whatever the hell it was that the Spurs won the title. 1887. It might as well be once we get to the spring here. Because this is a new jazz team. And I'm not worried about well, the Jazz defended Paul George well two years. No, they didn't. Yeah, not these guys. Well, go Gobert, take it away last. Two years ago. So just because they did it two years ago doesn't mean they're gonna do it again now. It's a what ha- I what's going forward, not based on what's happened. No. This is this this Team, is it good enough to get to the conference final? The answer is yes. Will it? I don't know. But is it good enough? Yes. You're not winning at this rate unless you're really good. That's the only reason why you're winning. I don't care if you're playing teams that have no wins. Yes, I get it. The majority of their teams that they're playing aren't very good. But they all have players who can go off on any given game. Every single team. The crappiest teams in the league still have at least one or two really good players. So what you just touched on is what a lot of people are posting
2: right now. Brian says the Jazz are good, but they are untested. And James says, let's beat somebody over 500 and then see how good the Jazz are. Well,
1: who's tested? Who's tested? Once you—that's like refereeing. Once you introduce refereeing into it, then you got to make sure every call, like this big thing. Oh, Jimmy Graham—he was a yard short. Well, then make the tackle two yards short. Well, because once I do that, then I make sure every call, every non-call was exactly the way it should be. Well, once I say, well, their schedule's been a bunch of cream puffs, which to a large degree it has. Then, and I'm too lazy to do this. Then I have to go, well, who do the Lakers play in acquiring all their wins? Who do the Clippers play? Who is available? And next thing I know, it's March because I just used up the next six weeks. And by that time, it doesn't matter anyway because eventually you're going to play somebody. So how do I know their schedule compared to – there's got to be some website who does it for you. There's a bunch of nerds like you folk out there who do that stuff. So there's got to be something out there. And who played what? And then then you just look at it like you you're a yellow weasel. You put out there <laughs> You put out there that all the Lakers players not playing was a gift for the Thunder. Well, that was a certainly a nice gift when they unwrapped that and what they opened the box and what they got was a big L. You told me it was a gift. It was a gift and they
2: squandered a gift. <laughs> squandered it.
1: Kuzma went off. Right. So, doesn't that say something for the Lakers and their bench guys? You don't think that they're all fired up to play after him? (laughs) They probably read your tweet and saw, oh, the Thunder,
2: they got a gift. They didn't have to read the tweet. They knew everybody was thinking it. And they knew LeBron wasn't getting all those shots. I'm getting the shots tonight, not A.D. And and, and
1: none of those guys had any playoff experience. Well, uh, Rondo does. But... uh, Kuzma, has he ever played in the playoffs? He's been a Laker, and they've been out of the playoffs six years in a row. Right. See how he could have. So that's what I'm saying. So why go just, well, just assume, well, Kawhi won a title. Boom, he's going to win that. The Lakers missed this guy, this guy, this guy. The Thunder, boom. The Thunder's going to win. Except it didn't happen that way. And it may not happen that way in the spring. That's my point. But it
2: probably will. (sighs) (laughs) You're a yellow weasel. (laughs) Yellow weasel, yellow weasel. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone. More of your reaction coming up as the Jazz make it nine in a row and they do it without Donovan Mitchell. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone.
0: Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network.
2: Join scouting and Hans Tuesday from noon to 3. They'll be at Sound Sleep Medical, 8941 South, 700 East in Sandy. All right, how good are the Jazz? Nine straight wins. End of the month, we'll see them play some good teams. It starts a week from today with the Pacers, but between now and then, there's some more teams with losing records to play. And Brett just tweeted at us, Indiana will be a good test to see exactly how good the Jazz are. Jazz went to Indiana and got beat soundly earlier this year. But that was before they made all the moves with the bench. Eric says, who is tested in the West? The Lakers and Nuggets pass. Not the Jazz. Where did the Nuggets pass? Uh, since the first of the year, they had some nice wins. Yeah, and they had some nice losses. They lost to Cleveland at home Saturday. Yes, and they lost at Washington where the Jazz just won. So why did the Nuggets pass? Because they beat Indiana, Dallas, and the Clippers since the first of the year. Answering for him. All right. Jazz have beaten the Clippers and the Bucs. And if you're going to go with what happened in the past, uh, the Nuggets blew a Game 7 at home last
1: year, so who really trusts them in the playoffs? Which I'm not going to go by what happened last year. I'm going to go... I think it's really important to go by what happens this year. They beat the Lakers in L.A.
2: Although every time I see that anybody beat the Lakers, I have to check and see who played. It's been a little resting going on there.
1: Well, if the Lakers have Davis and LeBron, yeah, they're they're good. Those are two stars, no doubt about it. And it's going to be tough to beat them, yeah, for sure. So, that's a given. I'm not saying they're going to beat them. But I'm saying they're just as good as the other teams. I'd, I, and in order to break down uh, the conclusion that the Nuggets passed, I'd have to break down their schedule. And I'm not about to do that. <laughs> We can't make you I'm not going to do it Because it really doesn't matter Because all that matters is those seven games in May Yeah, you got 82 games to determine Who's better than whom in the regular season Not 40 Not 42 It's 82 And to me it's about the eye test And what do I see I see a team With a lot of talent that should be able to compete. And it's funny, but some of their own fans, and that, that, we're we're essentially fans of the Jazz, you and I. We're not hardcore, grew up since birth, rooting for them, live and die. Didn't have uh, a poster on the wall. I had no, no
2: I did. Only poster I had <laughs> did. That's funny. grew up here. I get Which it. Which player? Fine. Or was it a I, team thing? I had Malone and Stockton. Great.
1: Fine. Okay. You, go. If, you know. You even had an Adam Keefe one. That, that would have been... If I would have grown up here, probably would... Oh, I'm a different dude because I grew up... You
2: yeah, know, you didn't even like the Yankees and the Giants yeah, and right, the Knicks. Right. You make no sense.
1: But most folks... It's not that I disliked them. I just wasn't a big, they're my team, live and die by them. But to me, we're still fans. And it's a question of how much do you believe in these guys? I believe in bear. Big time. I believe he should be an MVP candidate. And the crowd needs to start chanting MVP. To me, he is a slam dunk, ironically enough. Uh Uh-huh. All-star. See what you did there. There should be zero discussion. I don't follow the voting thing, so I don't know who's leading the voting. Not him. I assume not. But whoever those five are, you put them aside unless LeBron is not leading and Harden is not among the top five, then to me, that first selection ought to be him. Literally, in my mind, ought to be him. That's how much I think of him and how good he is and how game-changing, how possession-changing he is. There are so few guys that literally alter possessions on the defensive end. And he's one of them. Yeah. Taking
2: away the highest percentage stuff. Everybody loves the layup and the dunk. Over and over and over
1: to where it's it's entertaining unto itself. And I'm an offensive guy. But to watch these guys, and you can see it linking in their head. They're coming down, thinking they're going to make a move, and they look, ooh, no. Either they back it up, pass it, or dribble through to the other side. That's my favorite. Yeah, when they're
2: on the on one sideline and they dribble through, because you only do that for the shot blocker.
1: Yeah, and I'm just gonna keep going. And the second he goes out, it's like oh Jesus, like a wave to the basket. Say <laughs> like, finally he's out. Attack yeah, the octopus is gone, <laughs> and then and then something is open. We can finally get to the hoop. Yeah. So he's not LeBron star. And I guess he's not Kawhi star, but I think he's star. Harden star. Jokic star. And these are great, great players. Particularly with the Warrior guys being out, the Warrior guys are in. It's a new story, another story. But they're out, mm. freeing up two All Star bursts. Right. Well, three. and obviously with Steph Curry, I think it's three. Three with Draymond yeah, or, he- or Durant. You can argue four because Green, in order to be his effectiveness. He's got to have stars around him. He's like Joe Ingles in that way, a different type of player. But when you have really good players with Dray- Draymond Green, he's really good, and he makes those other guys really good because he does a bunch of stuff that not necessarily they don't want to do, but that they don't have to do. And plus he's kicking guys in a crotch and taking all the media attention and all that stuff. So That's good, yeah. unless you're the guy who gets kicked. Right. Well, if you don't have a cup on. So... They're out. So there's all sorts of all-star berths available this year. But in my mind, and whoever the top five are, uh, I'm assuming if if I I don't look at the voting, but if I were to do it, and I know it's fan base, so once you're introducing fans, who knows what it is, but I would go, obviously, LeBron and Harden and Jokic and Leonard. So that's four, right? I would go also uh, in my mind. Jokic isn't getting votes. I know, but I'm just saying, right for you, yeah. The, that I would look. Jokic is like seventh among front court. My players. fifth guy. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you who my fifth guy would be. On the other side. Oh, my
2: gosh. And you don't (laughs) have to look up up the voting I already have. And so we'll tell you how close this is. We'll get to that.
1: I'll give you my fifth guy next. We'll get to that next.
2: Stay with us.